At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Ms. T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. It's time once again to jump right in to the show with the flow that keeps you in the know. This is Tanisha Baker, and I'm really excited to host our 157th edition of Talking With T. This also marks our three-year anniversary, which we celebrate on the first Monday in June each year. I want to take a moment to thank all of you that continue to tune in and support the show designed with you in mind. We have not repeated a show throughout all this time, and we will continue to reach higher and higher as we bring you new additions of what you shouldn't be missing. That being said, let's move right ahead. Today is June 4th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, actress Angelina Jolie, actor Keith David, and singer Elda Barge. The month of June is celebrated as National Dairy Month, National Safety Month, National Men's Health Month, National DJ Month, National Soul Food Month, and Black Music Appreciation Month. Today on the national calendar is recognized as National Cheese Day, National Cognac Day, and National Old Maid's Day. On this date in history, in 2008, Barack Obama becomes the first black candidate to win a major U.S. party nomination. Bill Cosby won an Emmy Award for I Spy, and Mississippi Valley State University was founded. Now, since it's a new month, it's time for a new thing. In honor of this month hosting Father's Day, as well as being National Men's Health Awareness Month, the theme will be Men Matter. We will highlight a particular issue related to men each week. This week, we're going to talk about men's health. Men We need you to take care of yourselves. Black men in particular in the United States have the worst health than any other racial group. They have the lowest life expectancy and highest death rate compared to both men and women of other racial and ethnic groups. Black men live 7.1 years less than other racial groups. 40% of black men die prematurely from cardiovascular disease as compared to 21% of white men. Black men are five times more likely to die of HIV or AIDS. 44% of black men are considered overweight and 24% are obese. They have a higher incidence of diabetes and prostate cancer and a higher suicide rate. Actually, it is the third leading cause of death in 15 to 24 year olds. That being said, the world needs you. Get your checkups, embrace a healthy lifestyle, beat the odds and give yourself a chance to contribute to your family, your community and this world. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're tuned in to Talking With T. All right. So for today's happy highlights, I want to share that 10 black students have been selected as Truman Scholars. The Truman Scholarship was created by the Harry S. Truman Scholarship Foundation 
and honors college students who are very involved in civic engagement and display academic excellence. Students who are selected receive up to $30,000 to pursue their graduate degrees, priority admission to the school of their choice, internships with the federal government, and ongoing mentorship and training. Stories like this can't be overlooked, ignored, or buried beneath other reports. I will continue to spotlight and highlight good people doing good things. Now we'll move on to our Monday Minute Quick Bits. And on again, off again, oh, no, back on again. Trump's meeting with North Korea's leader, Kim Jong-un, is back on. The meeting is a part of the efforts to end North Korea's nuclear weapons programs. The NAACP has filed a federal lawsuit against Education Secretary Betsy DeVos and the Department of Education for abandoning civil rights enforcement regulations and dismissing hundreds of complaints. Drunk police officer John Camfield ran into five students at a bus stop last year, killing Jaheim Robertson. This past Thursday, Camfield was sentenced to 35 years in prison. Last weekend, in my neck of the woods, white nationalists held a demonstration in Maryville, Tennessee, with signs reading, It's great to be white, which, you know, I guess maybe it is, especially in a country that seems to have little regard for non-white citizens. However, some Maryville residents were ashamed and disappointed by the event being held in their community. Chicago is still having a rough go at it. Nine killed, 29 wounded in shootings over the Memorial Day weekend, and an additional nine people were killed this past Saturday due to gun violence. Additionally, Chicago public schools are under fire as an investigation by the Chicago Tribune revealed that the school system failed to report students who were sexually abused by school employees. That's right. I said school employees, which is very disturbing. And keep in mind, it is a state mandate to report these incidents. The newspaper said the district's law department has investigated 430 reports of employee sexual abuse, assault or harassment of students since 2011. The district said it found credible evidence of misconduct in 230 cases. The newspaper examined more than 100 cases and identified about 70 school employees involved, including teachers, coaches, security workers, administrators, custodians, school bus drivers, counselors, and lunchroom workers. Cases occurred at schools throughout the city, and again, this is very disturbing. Don't touch that dial. I'll be back in a while after we hear this week's tip from Tarika. Hello. This week's tip is um, let, let's address this natural fad or phase that seems to be um, going on right now. Now, I don't know if this is a tip or maybe I need a tip, but uh, this, is, this is the conversation for today. I understand a lot of people are going through this natural thing where they're using natural hair products and they're using natural deodorant and natural soap and all this kind of stuff. Now, I don't know what the issue is with this natural stuff, but if it's not covering up odor or, it's, it's, or your hygiene seems to be peeking through, you need to go back. we got to go back to the store. We're going to have to go back to dial. We're going to have to go back to the shampoo. 
It's going to have to happen. It's too many people that is going to this natural stuff and saying that the soap has all this in it and toothpaste got all this in it, so they're using baking soda. Stop it. This has got to stop. This stuff has to be addressed. There is no reason for anybody to have bad hygiene. No, no reason. It's too many things out here. I have never read nowhere where water, where dial soap, where Colgate has ever did anything detrimental to anybody. So all of this natural, for, for the sake of going natural and not taking care of your hygiene, this got to stop. Now, if I'm wrong or if there's something I don't understand, please call into the show. Enlighten me. I'm open. I'm always open to learning new things. I'm always uh, always open to trying to understand, but there's no way I can understand nobody smelling up uh, a room or walking past you smelling bad. This, that I got to have some kind of help understanding this. So if you feel like you can call and give me a tip, please do. Call this number. Give me a tip. Enlighten me on this new hygiene slash natural phase is going on now. Now, go ahead and do it anytime. And this is Tarika, and I have been talking with T. All right, so it's now time in the show where we're going to bring on our know-it-all, Professor J, and our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam. And I first want to publicly thank the two of you for your commitment to the show. 157 unrepeated shows, three years of bringing the latest and trending news and hot topics to the people, and this is nothing to take lightly, and I'm so grateful to have you two join me on this adventure every week. Yes, indeed, and I'm grateful to be a part of it, and I have enjoyed the ride every minute. (laughs) I'm glad. We do have fun, don't we? (laughs) We do. They just don't know the behind the scenes laughing that we do. Thank you for having me on this journey. It has been been a blessing, you know, and I'm looking forward to, you know, everything that's going to come from this. Yeah, yeah. We're looking for some bigger and better things as we head into our fourth year. So uh, I just advise the listeners to grab seat belts, hold tight, and wait and see what's happening as you join us for the ride. Well, one big story trending in the news was about Gregory Vaughn Hill, Jr., who was killed in his own garage by police officers. He was shot three times by officers who were responding to a noise complaint filed by Hill's neighbor. So now get this. The jury found that Hill himself was 99% liable for his own shooting death because he had been under the influence of alcohol and his normal faculties were impaired. This made the sheriff's office only 1% responsible, which yielded an award of only $4 to the victim's family who had filed a wrongful death suit. Four dollars. Four whole dollars. Okay, Pam, you're going to have to pick it up from here, because if I say anything else, I believe I'm going to cuss. I can't (laughs) You know, if we're both at a loss of words, it must be bad, but that's just $4. How can you give somebody $4 and 
Right. Okay. It was an insult. I think they were making an insulting point about this whole that gas was worse than an insult. Yeah. And so let's get back to the story. Now, they said it was his fault because he was essentially, they were saying he was drunk, but he was in his own house. And right. I don't remember or know all the details, but if you're in your own house and it was a noise complaint, so it didn't seem like he was looking to harm anybody, not physically, nothing that should have caused him to lose his life. And then you got the nerve to award the family $4 saying it was his fault. I'm not understanding this. But I was just about to say that. I mean, it defies any sort of understanding that I could muster up at this point in the game. I'm just stuck on the four whole dollars as quote-unquote restitution. And I, you know, use that term very loosely, and I put it in air quotes because it sounds like a bunch of bull, and you can add whatever other words you want to add out of the bull. Well, another disturbing story that popped up in the news was about a man struck by a vehicle on his birthday. Sherelle Lewis, Jr. was on foot helping another driver clear debris from the road when he was hit by a pickup truck. Someone had found his phone, called his mother. She rushed to the scene, but police kept her away as she heard him crying out to her. Lewis was pronounced dead at the hospital, and as heartbreaking as this story already is, the family later learned about a Snapchat discussion, which involved 18-year-old Matthew Martin, who authorities are pretty sure is the one that hit Lewis. In the Snapchat conversation, Martin said he had hit some N-word on the highway. Another person in the conversation asked him how was his truck. And he responded saying it was effed up pretty good. The other person then asked if the guy had been killed. And then with a laughing emoji, Martin said the man died on the way to the hospital. Now, there were no skid marks at the scene, which makes the family believe Lewis could have been hit intentionally. And as I prepared for this story, to be honest with y'all, I fought back a few tears and cuss words because it was so painful to read. The guy was heading to his mother's house that later that evening, you know, for his birthday gathering. And for her to be at the scene and her son calling out to her as he lay dying in the street and then for someone to make a joke of it. And I'll tell you something else. Um, you can find a link to the story as well as a photo of the Snapchat exchange on our website on today's show. It isn't mentioned in the article, but if you look at the picture, you can see it had over 3,000 likes and retweets, which I found disturbing as well. Certainly. And the mere fact that he had the gumption to go on Snapchat immediately after it happened clearly lets us know that, like you said, that this was indeed an intentional killing. I mean, because I'm just thinking, Anyone who would have done something even accidentally would Mm -hmm. not be in a mental state to go on social media, make a post of any sort, whether it's Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, MySpace, Black Planet, whatever, make a Mm -hmm. post about it, and then continue to engage with other people over a period of time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this speaks 
volumes to what was going on in his mind and even to the level that social media has even desensitized people. Right, right. For them to just share it and such, yeah. Right. Yeah, because over, you said over 3,000 times, and that's, that's ridiculous. You know, I guess nobody cares enough to even correct him on even putting it up. Why would you, why would you do that? Right, and I didn't read any of the comments under what he said, but obviously his circle, you know, if he's friends with the people and he has those kind of views, then perhaps they do as well. And I won't say that there was no one who cared because his family is quite upset, as well as I and other people who read the story. So it's just, I don't know, like I said, disturbing and heartbreaking. But we'll move on. Well, ABC has canceled the sitcom Roseanne after her racist Twitter rant. ABC released a statement saying Roseanne's Twitter statement is abhorrent, repugnant, and inconsistent with our values, and we have decided to cancel her show. Roseanne's talent agency also dropped her. Now, Roseanne released another tweet stating, Don't feel sorry for me, guys. I just want to apologize to the hundreds of people and wonderful writers and talented actors who lost their jobs on my show due to my stupid tweet. And just like that, what seemed like a comeback bites the dust. And, you know, it's unfortunate that the cancellation of the show affects about 200 jobs. Actress Emma Kinney, who played Roseanne's granddaughter on the show, said she was in the process of quitting when she found out that the show had been canceled. And also Wanda Sykes, who was one of the show's consulting producers, had announced that she was done with the show and would not be returning. And she had made this statement about an hour and a half before the announcement of the show's cancellation. So are you two going to miss Roseanne, or are you disturbed by the show's cancellation? What are your feelings about You know this? what? Mm-hmm. You know <laughs> what? I, I've, I've been done with Roseanne for several years now. Uh, she's very crass, very crude anyway. And, mm-hmm. you know, many people are still reeling from her abhorrent rendition of the Star Spangled Banner in which she grabbed her crotch. <laughs> So, you know, this is clearly the type of person that we're dealing with. Oh, but then, too, she blamed her racist tweet on her taking Ambien. And it was... Oh, she was sleep in the morning. That's she didn't mean she it. Now, mm. Yeah, that's what she said. Now, I, I know okay. people who take Ambien. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you're not careful, I, the, the people who I know who have been on Ambien, they have gotten up at odd hours of night and trim their hedges, cut their grass, you know, really? on grocery shopping and bought up, uh, bought up copious amounts of groceries, including things that they would not normally eat uh, hmm. if they were in their right minds, if you will. And so I'm just giving her this big side eye, like, really, you're going to blame this foolish tweet on some ambient. Oh, but the makers of Ambien came back and said, well, you know, our medicine is designed to help people who are suffering from sleeplessness and insomnia and things of that nature, and I'm paraphrasing. It doesn't cause you to make racist tweets. Mm. Now, here's the thing. Roseanne said that she was done with Twitter 
And after that initial tweet where she, quote, unquote, in air quotes again, apologized, she said she was done with Twitter and that she was getting off of Twitter. But, of course, I guess in true, I, I don't know, uh, maybe she was back on her Ambien again, and it caused her to continue to post, and she is active on Twitter even now, from what I understand. So throw the whole, throw the whole Roseanne away. Put throw the whole thing away. In the garbage. Okay. Throw, throw the whole throw, throw everything away. But the thing is, dear Hughley, he made a, a good point, not defending her at all, but he made a good point. He said she's a comedian. And he said worse than what she said. He knows plenty of comedians that have said worse than what she said. So he mm-hmm. just questioned why was it such a big issue with what she said when she's a comedian? And, you know, you have to think of, think about that. Would this have been the same reaction if a black person would have said it about that woman? And and but I think it's just it's a sensitive time in America. And mm-hmm. if you are of the lighter complexion, real light. Just certain things you can't say at this point. But, you know, he did make a valid point. She's a comedian. And comedians, they do say some foul things and do talk about everybody and their mama. So. Well, okay, I agree. And there are comedians that have gotten in trouble for that as well. And they sitting on the sidelines where she'll be joining them. That's one thing. The point is valid. I just don't know if we want to excuse her or not. You know, you look at the people who are in, in power in positions of influence at ABC and who make decisions. And mm-hmm. so Homegirl was like, oh, no, we're not going to do this. This is, not we do, this is not what we do over here. So let's go ahead and snatch Miss Roseanne, break her plate, take her coins, and, you know, she can go be a greeter at Walmart or something. <laughs> <laughs> I could imagine her saying, sitting there saying, oh, she said what? She said, oh, she's going to lie today. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, they had no choice but to, but to let her go. If they would have kept her, they would have lost way more than what they lost letting her go, which they probably didn't lose much because people weren't right. happy anyway. But, but as you know, know, I didn't tune in one time. I did. I watched it because I used to like the show. But the thing is, I mean, she's always I just didn't tune in. She's always yeah. oh, okay. I don't know why people are shocked. She's always been racist. I mean, it's not oh, like... You say this ain't nothing new. This ain't nothing this new. This ain't nothing new. She's always said questionable things. Anybody that's watched the show, they have topics that are questionable. You know, they talked about I mean, any and everything. So I, was, I wasn't the least bit shocked at all when they said, she said, I was like, oh, wasn't nothing mm-hmm. new. Okay. But yeah, I know she, she regrets it because she made all them people lose their little jobs. Right. And I hope, you know, well... I guess there's some lessons learned from this, but I hope they all land on their feet. And we're going to jump into the crazy chronicles. And let me just say this. In the three years we've been doing this, this is my favorite part of the show because it's so unpredictable and so unexpected. I never know your response. And listeners, just so you know, a lot of times they don't know what I'm getting ready to bring up. So what you're getting is raw reactions to these crazy stories that I find. And so. First of all, you know, we can somewhat appreciate law officials trying to be more engaged with communities and regular citizens and such, but an off-duty FBI agent was trying to impress a crowd at a downtown Denver distillery and bar with his dance moves. You know, he was 
had a little circle around him. Then he tried to do a little backflip and all. Well, his handgun fell out his holster, went off, shot somebody in the leg. Then the victim was taken to the hospital, expected to be okay, which is good, while charges are pending against the FBI agent. Who 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 told who told him he could turn up? <laughs> I mean, do we do we have video of this? Uh, 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 yes, yes, we do. Down? We do. Okay, because I I I need to see it before I could honestly render further judgment on this foolery. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure that you know he probably lacked in the rhythm department. And he that 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 backflip obviously was poorly executed on many levels. So right, you know, I I I need receipts. <laughs> yeah, you you have to see it because that backflip is it wasn't a, no U.S. Olympic backflip. And then the crazy thing is when he flipped and the gun came out and went out, he picked it up, put it back in the back of his pants, and walked off like he just didn't shoot somebody. What? He, he didn't even run over there to help the dude. Look, people were like, oh, he just walked off like, I'll be back for, for uh, my next set in 30 minutes. Sure. Uh, I know he's got to be on a desk job. Well, yeah. Hmm. I mean, he was off duty, and like Jay said, you know, maybe he took his turn up a little too far. Yeah, he was turned up too to, to far. I'm not even sure why they go to show that they let some people in places with their weapons and some people they don't. He, they probably, oh, well, you know, uh, FBI agent, I think, is able to do that from what I understand. But you're not able to get turned up and turn backflips, though, are you? <laughs> no, you probably shouldn't <laughs> while you got the gun strapped to your waist. <laughs> Maybe you need some, no. some zip ties to make sure that the gun don't fall off. Well, this next story, this teacher had gone completely foolish. Robert Crossland is a teacher, a high school science teacher in Idaho. He reportedly fed a sick puppy to a snapping turtle in front of his students. He is now being charged with misdemeanor animal cruelty. And I don't know what he was thinking. And, okay, one of the parents said the puppy was deformed and was going to die anyway. So I'm thinking, what in the whole entire craziness has befallen this town? This is crazy. I have a link to the story, but this is, uh, first of all, who feeds a, a whole puppy, puppy to a, a whole puppy to a snapping turtle? To a snapping turtle in front of the kids. In front, in, yeah. in front of the children. In front of the children, yes. Okay, sir. So I, 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 I need to know your objective for the day. What are your learning aims? How do you plan <laughs> to assess? You know, the student knowledge, uh, what are your student products? I, I, I need to know the whole gamut because this, this clearly, this lesson was mm. not well thought out. And I can just imagine the horror on the students' faces as this was going down. No, no. <laughs> that's that's no. important. Have you ever seen that part of the curriculum? Listen, <laughs> I, I, again, I need receipts. Where was it? Where was his lesson plan? <laughs> I mean, I'm, that's why I was in the Crazy Chronicles. I, don't try to make sense of the story, y'all. I'm just telling y'all what happened. We all, I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. 
And then y'all got to ask y'all something else. Now, I don't, you know, we have to stay on social media. One, we we enjoy engaging with our listeners. And then for the same reasons that most people are on it, it's informative, it's fun, it keeps you connected and all of that. And, you know, as I said, it lets us know things and about trends and fashion and fads and all of that. So there's a trend that appears to be going around. And it's trying to sneak in on us because women are growing out hair under their arms. And I Man, personally see. don't. I'm just saying I don't like it at all. Maybe it's just me. I was just curious about what you two thought and the listeners. Maybe I'm the only one. I'm not sure. I I just Uh -uh. personally, I'm not the only one. Listen, it's summertime. Mm -hmm. And, you know, during the summer, uh, sleeves become obsolete. And, um, you know, I just don't want to see sisters walking around here raising up their arms looking like they get, they got buckwheat hell captives. <laughs> He's a nut. <laughs> Who they got here? Hmm. Captive J. <laughs> buckwheat. I know. It looks disgusting to me. I'm just saying that's, yeah, I don't know. I mean, and I, I I get the whole natural hair movement, but it doesn't apply to the hair on the yard. Handle it. <laughs> Ooh, handle it and handle it quickly. Okay. Pam, you quiet. What you think? I know several guys that want their woman to have hair on their arms and everywhere else in between and below, too. What? Uh, yes. <laughs> Wait just a minute. We're not going there, Pam. We're strictly talking about hair under the arm. So let's just stick with that part. And you, you say there are men who want their women to have hair under their arms? Yes, they want them to have hair under their arms. They, it's a, a, a fetish for them in this town, in this city, in this... Let uh, me stop. I better stop it, Jay. I better stop it. I better stop it right now. <laughs> no, uh, there's no, 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 no. It's like that. I don't know why. No. I do not want her. Like Jay said, it's hot. You're sweating. I mean, no, I don't want that hair under my arms. Well. And while we're on the don't. subject of trends and fashion. Yeah. How, 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 do, how do we feel about LeBron James' outfit? How do we feel about that? Um, then, well, I've researched mm-hmm. it, and that pocketbook is called a Merce. I guess that's oh. what I mean, Merce. And the one he was talking about M U R S E. Okay, yeah, I've never heard of such. Oh, purse. Yeah, it's called a purse. purse. I got you. I got you. I was a little slow. I got it. So, go ahead. And the one he was carrying. And but the thing is, it's been, it's a trend among celebrities now. Um, James Harden had one, uh, but one LeBron had that one was forty one thousand dollars. What was forty one thousand dollars? The pocketbook. I mean, the merch. Well, the pocketbook. It's a pocketbook. Just call it what it is. If a bag costs $41,000, I don't need to open it up to put nothing in there. It ought to know what's supposed to go in there, and it ought to be able to carry itself. (laughs) (laughs) And he told the people, be better tomorrow. That's my new new line. Everybody, be better tomorrow. 
You don't be better tomorrow. Be better tomorrow. I like it. And I got one more story, and I'm going to be done after this for real. Televangelist Jesse Duplantis told his flock in a video that he published on his website that God asked him if he wanted to come up where he was. And then Duplantis asked God what he meant, and then he said God told him that he wanted him to believe in him for a Falcon 7X. That's an airplane, y'all. So Duplantis told God okay and asked his congregation for this $54 million airplane that can seat 16, fly 6,000 miles without stopping. Also note that Duplantis uh, lives in a 35,000-square-foot mansion. He already had convinced his followers to buy him three other airplanes. But he justified this request by saying the new plane would mean he wouldn't have to stop when flying between continents. All right. Well, let me throw this. Let me throw this wrench into the story. Duplantis was also uh, on uh, Pastor Kenneth Copeland's TV show uh, a while back, and they were discussing uh, traveling as preachers. Mm-hmm. And they said that they cannot fly commercial airlines because there are too many spirits. And you never know who's going to be on the plane. Wait, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it right now. Too many uh, spirits on the airplane? You know, if they, if they travel a regular commercial airline, let's say they get on a United Airlines flight, even though they may have flown first class, they mm-hmm. may be in, in the very first seat in first class, you know, with their own little section, nobody else on their row. Okay. Uh, Pastor Copeland and Pastor Duplantis, their thing was, Okay, so we don't know who else is on the airplane. And, you know, as we're preparing for ministry, we need to make sure that we're consecrated and that we have our minds and our spirits right, and we don't need our spirits tainted by other people who are on the flight as we're going from point A to point B to minister. You know all that you said is ridiculous, right? Who bought that? Who's? <laughs> well, not this one over here. Well, they've been dipping in the church wine. <laughs> Pam, I'm with you. I, well, I'll tell you okay. what, I'm going to sit back and see if they buy him this plane. Now, because he's already living in a mansion. He already has three airplanes. And last time I read my Bible, you know, if you're trying to emulate the Savior, look like to me, you know, I I, I, I didn't see any airplanes in the New Testament. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he just say ass from Cadillac like the rest of the pastors? Well, he said he had to go from continent to continent. Well. Yeah, that's worse than that. That's just, that's just bad or worse than, uh, who was the other person asked for the play? Creflo Dollar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he needed one, too. Right. Well, I guess, you know, I don't know what to really say about these ministers and spirits on the planes and mansions and all. So... We just going to let that be it for this bit. And I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know, I'm going to say it. We discuss many topics on Talking With T. And if you would like to share your thoughts and opinions, call 865-409-1170. We would love to hear from you and your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. We still want to celebrate T's top teens and hometown heroes. So if you would like to make a nomination, 
visit www.talkingwithtea.com. I also want to continue to spotlight local or rising artists. If you're interested in having your product or service featured on Talking With Tea, we would love to help you promote your business or event. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwithtea.com. You can find the links to many of the stories we share and discuss on the website. Also, remember to follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Remember, you can listen to Talking With Tea anytime on your time. Pick your pleasure through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. New shows will continue to drop each Monday. However you choose to listen to the show, remember to leave your reviews and comments. In the meantime and in between time, subscribe to Talking With Tea Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Malcolm X said, we black men have a hard enough time in our own struggle for justice and already have enough enemies as it is to make the drastic mistake of attacking each other and adding more weight to an already unbearable load. Remember where you heard the word. Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.